You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. Thanks to Concordia University, Wisconsin for supporting The Coffee Hour. You can find out more about Concordia University, Wisconsin at cuw.edu. Live Uncommon. We get to talk about servant events today. I'm super excited about that because there are a number of servant events that happen across the country each year. So many people are served by them and so many youth and adults participate in them each summer or each year, really, not just in the summer, but throughout the year that give them lots of opportunities to learn, grow and serve together. Joining us today, servant event planners for the LCMS, Randy Ronning. Randy, welcome back. Good to be back. Thank you. And Leah Salik, welcome back. Hello, thanks for having me. And a familiar voice, the Reverend Mark Kiesling, host of End Goals, director of LCMS Youth Ministry, and also an LCMS Sermon Events Planner. Absolutely, great for having us. I'm so thankful to be talking about Sermon Events. Great summer we had and looking forward to 2023 and 2024. Let's talk about the stories, your own personal experience from Sermon Events. What are some of, why are you involved in Sermon Events? What happened at your first Sermon Event? Why did you get involved and what happened? What are the stories from those Sermon Events? That made you want to keep coming back to servant events again. We'll start with you, Leah. My first servant event I went to as a very shy middle schooler without a whole lot of people that I knew. And the first thing that they did when I walked in was introduce you to everybody. And then they handed me a power tool. I'd never <laughs> used a power tool before. And there was there was a confidence that these people had that I would be able to learn it, that I'd be able to use it, and that I'd be able to wield it for good. And it just built this kind of excitement about the fact that I, a kid who didn't know how to do these things, was given an opportunity to serve in a way that was totally outside my comfort zone and yet built confidence and excitement about learning new things and being able to use those not just for myself, Mm -hmm. but for other people. And so that was a huge deal to me, my first servant event. And so being able to create that for other people and then watch other kids have that experience has always been a huge impact piece for me when it comes to servant events. Mm, Power tools. That's how the magic happens. Randy, what about you? Uh, As a young youth minister, I think the first servant event we took, it it, uh, took pulling teeth and and nail to uh, get kids to come, trying to convince them that going away to work for a week was a great idea. (laughs) By the end of the week, they had already asked where where we're going next year. And so it didn't take them long to learn that serving can be fun and particularly meaningful and that it's something they wanted to do more than more than just that week for the rest of their lives, but certainly they were interested in next summer and where they could go. Mark? Well, this summer I had the great opportunity to go to one of our sites in North Carolina. And one of the major projects they did was to work for an underserved public school district. And I got to go around and meet some of the principals and administrators on those campuses. And one of the ladies told me about how grateful they were for LCMS young people to be coming into their community and serving and mainly one of the things was that these were jobs that the teachers would have ended up doing on their summer break because they're going to have painted classrooms, they're going to have painted cafeterias, they're going to have cleaned out areas, but there was no one there to help them to do that. And so they're like, at least my teachers will get a week's vacation because they'll have their work done that they can have that time off. And I'm like, that is awesome to be able to show the love of Christ in that way, to give a teacher that serves well some time off that because they're dedicated, they mm-hmm. would have done that work anyway. And it gives them a chance again to be refreshed and be encouraged in their work. Hey, as a teacher, I can tell you that makes a world (laughs) of difference. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, Mark, where are servant events happening in 2024? So they are happening across the country from Idaho to North Carolina, from New Mexico to Michigan. We've got a total of 22 events domestically that are taking place across the country. We also on our site, you can find information for international events that the Office of International Mission does as well. There's five of those. And we have 15 total hosts that are uh, generally... LCMS camps 
congregations or RSOs uh, that host those. And so we have a variety across the country for that. And mostly throughout the summer months. So kind of early June through the end of July are when those generally happen. So they happen really all over the they place. Mm-hmm. And these happen every year, right? Correct. Mm-hmm. There are so many ways to introduce young people to power tools. and other <laughs> um, <laughs> Servant events are a great way to do that. So let's talk about the different types of servant events that happen. Randy, what are the different ways that, that youth and adults serve in servant events each year? Sure. So first, let's talk about commonalities. The commonality is that we're gifted with in a variety of ways, but those gifts come out in, into the body of Christ in, in a number of, of different ways. So there are construction events. There are personal care events, things like vacation Bible school for children who wouldn't otherwise have one in a church mm-hmm. or a camp experience for an immigrant child who might otherwise not get to do it. So depending on the agency, the congregation, there's any number of different ways to serve. And one of the things that I insisted when I was a youth minister was to see that we go to a variety of different events. So we would not attend the same one each year. We chose to to expose the youth that we had to just a variety of different people and a variety of different needs. And so that each kid could experience something that was closer to, to the way they were made up as a Christian. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do you like about the each the, each of the different types of servant events? What are some of the things that, that really stand out for you? One of the things we always hope will happen is that they'll actually be able to interact with the people that they're serving. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that doesn't happen. So let's say you take a, a, a renovation of a cabin for a camp. You might have to explain that this is what will happen in this cabin in the years to come. These are the kind of children who will be able to come to camp. Mm-hmm. Ask me the question again. What are the what do you like about the different types of servant events, the different ways that you get to serve in a servant event? What what really stands out for you for each of those different ways? Anytime you learn a new skill, mm-hmm. those are fun. So as she said, power tools, but also yeah. you may have never had a chance to work with a handicapped child, mm-hmm. maybe a little intimidating at first. And you say, oh, this is something that I can do. One of the things that we do at the event that we host in, in Richmond, Virginia, is a, a night for special needs adults where we bring them together to dance and to party and have a sing-along and a dinner and a bingo game. A lot of people think they could never do that. Well, they find out that they can. Mm-hmm. So any of the events that teach people that you are expanding, you are growing as an individual, um, and there are new things that you can learn, those are always fun experiences for kids to see that they're not limited what, to what they can already do. Leah, aside from learning how to use power tools, <laughs> yes. uh, what do you like about the different types of servant events? I got to serve through a camp. And so we ran multiple events and each of those events was different. And so, yes, Power Tools, awesome. But one of my favorite events was being in the inner city mm-hmm. as a kid who grew up in a residential neighborhood. You have your own kind of picture of what the world looks like. And as a middle schooler or a high schooler, being able to experience a totally different kind of community mm-hmm. was really exciting. Taking kids into the inner city, going out and visiting some of those neighborhoods, we would go and get to canvas neighborhoods. Sometimes it was walking kids to and from the VBS that we were, we were hosting. Sometimes it was serving lunch in the park down the road. Mm-hmm. It ex- it kind of opens this opportunity to see what other parts of the world look like, mm-hmm. what other people in the world look like, and to understand that there's commonalities there, knowing that we are serving God by serving other people, and then watching them also then see from their side that there's a group of kids who came from Michigan to my city of Buffalo to help me, to get to know me, to hang out with me. And they're doing it because God loves me is a super thing for them to get to experience on both sides. 
Mark, how about you? The different the different types of servant events, what does that mean for you? I think it allows young people and adult leaders, too, to make connections back home. So how do they take that service, that experience back home to serve in their communities? We get to do servant events at the youth gathering, too. And so now we're a year removed from the last youth gathering and to get and hear how many people served at the youth gathering. And the next summer, made sure they went on a servant event because they got to see like, oh, this is how I can do this back home. And so they took maybe some of those things they learned to do a servant event through their congregation or maybe through an agency they got to know through the youth gathering. And so they get to see like, oh, this is how I can do it every day of my life through my many vocations or to do a special event too at my congregation. Mm -hmm. And so then it makes it more just not about the time getting away, but then how do I bring this back into my own communities to show Christ's love and mercy um, right in my own backyard? Mm-hmm. What were those servant events that happened at Gathering last year? Yeah, so a couple of big ones that we did was, so there was a, a group called Sleep in Heavenly Peace, which uh, works to put beds in children's homes that don't have a bed. And so that was when I was able to be taken home back to their home community. And so we put built homes and then actually got to deliver some of them too, to homes that were to have that for children, mostly uh, probably grade school age so that they could again have that comfort. And we worked with Lutheran Braille workers on, we heard we had a hundred percent accuracy on making Braille Bibles. Fantastic. Our youth were on top of that. So that was great. Then we also did things like food collection, uh, worked with the food bank in Houston, and then a couple other offsite things as well that we were able to do that, again, had that opportunity for them to come back and think about how can I host a servant event maybe back home and do that in my own congregation. Leah, who can participate in servant events? Uh, like they had you power tools. So you have to be like, you couldn't be like, you know, nine years old, probably. Well, what's really great about servant events is that there are opportunities for people of all different ages. It starts in middle school for most for most people. That's their first opportunity to really go as a group. High schoolers have opportunities. At times there are groups for college age kids to get out and to do that. And at sometimes there have even been families events where you know, grandma and grandpa and young kids can be part of that too. Um, we've all got gifts and skills that God has given to us. And there are opportunities across the country for just about anybody to do that. And I think sometimes we forget about the adult volunteers that come with kids. That's sometimes a different kind of service. Part of it is serving when you get there, but a lot of that service happens as you're traveling, as you're preparing, as you're planning. And so those adults are really important to this opportunity to do service events too. What are some of the ways that people need to prepare for servant events, Mark? Yeah, so probably one place to start is to like know the culture of your youth ministry or ministry there in terms of like what maybe are people's openness to how far they want to travel or if they want to have something maybe that's closer to home. So maybe find that location that works for you. Another certain thing important is to get like dates that work for people. I know that's what a lot of times our people who participated said they might start there family vacations, camps, that type of thing. So to find that week that works, is, that's what's great, is that there's multiple options under LCMS server events to do that. So you find those times and then, so then really pick and get registered for that event. And so you can do that through our website with an interaction with the actual host themselves. And then from there, then a lot of certainly prayer and preparation, be praying for the service that's gonna happen, for the people that again will be uh, touched with Christ's mercy through the work, to maybe the agencies that are gonna be supported through the work that happens and then the local congregation maybe too, that if you're serving through that, And then we will have Bible study resources and things that can both prep on the front end, but also will be used by the host um, when they're there. So you kind of can get familiar with the themes and what the texts you're going to be looking at in your Bible study time um, to be able to do that. And then just in general, build that community. Because I think a lot of the servants go well when there's trust um, amongst the groups that go so they know each other well. And then I'll still still say, Sue, like some of our larger events, especially if you have multiple congregations from across the LCMS are there. And so they get to meet kids from other places too. So you get to meet other LCMS Lutherans and to prepare young people for that. Is that like, it's not just going to be us. We get to meet new friends. We get to serve alongside them. So just going through some of those expectations of what's going to happen on an LCMS cert event. And the host is an important person to communicate that to you 
so you're well prepared when you arrive for the event itself. From my own servant event experience, it's been a while since I've been on a servant event, but from my own experience, I would add to that being prepared to be flexible. Yes. Yes. Because you just never know when you get there what might change. Right. The one, one of the ones that I was talking to this summer is that they did a lot of outdoor stuff and they had horrific thunderstorms the whole week. And so they're like, all right, we're here. We're going to figure something out. And so like they did very different service than they expected, but they made it work. Right. But it was thanks to yeah. flexibility. They said our adult leaders were flexible. Kids were flexible. We made it work. But yeah, sometimes those curveballs happen. <laughs> one of the servant events that I was participating in, we were planning to go clean up trails that had been flooded. Yeah. And when we arrived there, another group had already arrived oh, before wow. us. I had done all, <laughs> all the work. work. <laughs> Let's go hike some trails. <laughs> so so the, the people coordinating the servant event reached out to the local community. Nice. And mm-hmm. found other things that the city needed, like, you know, someone needed a ramp built for their home. Someone needed a, their house painted and things like that, that normally wouldn't have right. been able to do that themselves. And so we were just able to connect with the community and serve in those That's ways. Great. And so, but we had to, you know, <laughs> had to pivot very yes, quickly. Yes, yes. Some things you have to do on the fly. Right, sure. right. But we always encourage a plan B. <laughs> right. But the, the beautiful thing about that was that these teams were there. They were ready to serve. Sure, they were disappointed about not being out on trails, but they were so happy to have the opportunity to serve in a different way right. and serve in the community. They were still meeting the needs of the neighbors in that community. And, and that was really And neat. probably what a great lesson that was for them, too, to say, like, when you open up your schedule and your heart to serve, it's like, what doors will be open right. uh, to be able to do that? And yeah. for all the adults. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and sometimes I think God really works in those <laughs> yeah. those Amen. pivot oh. moments. Yeah. 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 He creates yeah. these opportunities in these spaces that maybe we wouldn't have come up with on our own. Yeah. And so some of those stories are probably some of the best stories. Yeah. Well, absolutely. The neighbors that that got a new ramp to their <laughs> right. house that right. didn't even, you know, weren't even expecting it. Yeah. And the yeah. people that were willing to chip in the funds in the community or that the, you know, the city was willing to, you know, to commit to it to in order to partner with us to help us make it happen. It was I think we hear, we, we hear through like those become these answered prayers that, you know, people are like, yeah. I knew I needed that. And here, Lord answered my prayer through and because the trail work was already done. So now I got to be able to have these people come and serve yeah. at my house. Yeah. Here, here's a group of 20 youth from Florida who came to Virginia and they're helping. Yeah. Lots of great stories. I'm sure. I'm sure you guys have tons of more yeah. stories to share. We're going to learn more about servant events in just a moment. You're listening to the coffee hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Gulseth. At Concordia University, Wisconsin, we believe you were created for a reason, to use your God-given gifts to help others, to live a life of self-sacrifice in a me-first world, to live a life that's uncommon. Whether you're taking one of 50-plus online programs or learning with us in person on the shores of Lake Michigan, you'll be equipped to make an uncommon impact. Learn more at cuw.edu. Concordia University, Wisconsin. Live uncommon. Welcome back to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. Today we're learning about LCMS servant events with the planning, the event planners today, learning about the ways to serve and how to serve, what it means to be a a participant in an LCMS servant event. Uh, We we talked, uh, Mark, a little bit already about preparing for an event. For those of you who've been doing uh, servant events as well, your own experience, what would you say to either youth or parents or others or, or group leaders um, who are thinking about doing servant events this year? Maybe they've, they're registered. Now they're thinking about what to do to get ready for that servant event. 
any advice as they're they're looking forward to the next what six months or so to prepare? I think it's really the being in communication mm-hmm. um, with the people who are hosting, the people who are leading. I think that's going to be a huge part, especially for those adults. And and kids these days like to know what's going on. And mm-hmm. so we used to maybe not share all the details, but being able to share some of those details with kids mm-hmm. helps them to continue to be excited about what's coming and really to start to understand how they fit into this bigger puzzle of service in God's name. And then a lot of prayer and a lot of just opportunities to see God working through the preparation as mm-hmm. well as the event when you finally get there. Randy, any other preparations or anything else you'd add to that? Sure. Use the initial months to get some of the basic nuts and bolts out of the way. How are you going to pay for this? How will you get there? Will you do something before or after? More planning you can do in advance. Mm -hmm. A, it advances your programming year, but B, it it lets you deal with some of the last minute details at the last minute. September is usually a good time to go online and see what events are possible. A lot of groups decide in Mm -hmm. September, October where, where they'll go the next summer. Other groups are not quite as organized and they might get to it in the spring instead. But obviously, the sooner you plan, the easier it is to pull off an event. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We like making plans, making sure that we know it's going to happen, <laughs> yes. even if things may change. <laughs> Leah, what about feedback from the participants, from their experiences? What kind of stories do you have from some participants? So there's a ton of stories. But one of the things that's been really cool for me lately, I had an opportunity to talk to some of the staff who were counselors during some of the servant events that we put on. And when you get together with those kind of people, it typically comes down to like all these silly stories of camp. And the first thing and the thing that they talked most about was their opportunity during servant events. And it was stories about the kids that they met. It was stories about the songs that they sang with VBS kids at that time, you know, years ago that they still sing now. One of those girls is now a parent and has her own kids. And so she's just so excited about it. And she's like, I want them to get to go to VBS and sing those songs <laughs> and do those things and get to know all that stuff. And so the fact that that kind of time frame has happened and yet it's still important to them, it's still meaningful to them, and it's still something that they want to talk about shows how, how God has really touched their hearts with them, but also that they still are in service. And it's not maybe going to serve an event so much mm-hmm, anymore, right. but it's opportunities now to look at the families on their street and mm-hmm. how they can serve and care for mm-hmm. them and ways to do those things in your backyard, mm-hmm. like Mark was talking about, mm-hmm. that, that you find those local areas and those local groups that could use a helping hand and being able to, to see that as part of your family's dynamic and also then part of what you just do naturally kind of speaks to yeah. what God has done mm-hmm. through that time for them and that it's carried on. Mm-hmm. Randy, how about the communities that have been served? What kind of feedback have you received from the the communities that have been served through LCMS Servant Events? In a lot of our cases, it's been individuals. So you'll hear a homeowner talk not only about the wheelchair ramp that was developed for them, now they can get outside of the house, but really the love that they experienced during the week from the young people who came. In fact, that's often the more prominent comment in, in, in the way they respond to what happened at their home. Mm-hmm. Just received a lot of love that I wasn't mm-hmm. expecting and that's certainly what we were expecting is that young people would go in and, and show the love of Jesus. We've often had neighbors watch the work that's being done and come over and ask who we are and what we're doing and why on earth you'd have 15 teenagers cleaning my, my neighbor's yard. So it gives a good opportunity for them to witness what's going on in the lives of the young people and, and their neighbor and, and to observe that the church is in action, that we are a body who, who believes in, in the world around us. We've seen other agencies watch what we do. 
we're, we're pretty good at our place at PR. So we put up yard signs to let them know who's doing this work. And we try to make sure that we get an ad in the paper so that a little article will go in about what we're doing. We've had other churches call and say, hey, how did your church get started with this? So it influences not only the homeowner and the young people that come, but the people who observe from a distance as well. We've also had agencies in town call and, and say, hey, you've got young people coming next summer. Could they possibly work at our place? <laughs> so there's, there, again, there's no lacking of need. And when yeah. you address the, the community as we're a group that's here to respond to the needs of the community, they, they will in, in turn respond and say, yeah, we could really use some help as well. Mm-hmm. You know, Mark, one of the things that, that I know we've talked about on end goals and we've talked about here in Coffee Hours, the relationship between adults and yeah. youth in the congregation, how important those relationships are. What is serve, how do servant events help with those relationships? Absolutely. So I think in one of two ways is that congregations themselves generally would travel together. So you'd have adult leaders with young people who are going to serve. So there's the travel that takes place, certainly the relationships that's built in the preparation to go. But then there is something about getting to know someone while doing something, the conversations it provides, what you get to learn about somebody. And just having that sense of a accomplished goal between people is really exciting. And so there's some growth that can happen there. And so again, we want to have opportunities where young or adults are allowed to mentor young people through that service opportunity of what it looks like to learn, what it looks like to accomplish those things together. And then the great thing, again, at a lot of our events, it is multiple congregations that are there. And so like I was at an event this summer where the adult leaders on the work project had were from completely different churches than the youth that were serving. And I never would have guessed that. When I walked in and saw them work, you would have thought they were knew each other great, were, you know, from the same congregation. And to find out, like, no, that's the relationships that were built over just the last two or three days. And so they get to know all these other adults and they get to see them vocationally. They get to hear maybe how they serve back home. They get to hear how their families are, what their kind of career they have. And so here they even expand in their knowledge of the body of Christ and the ways that people serve and have another Christian adult friend that they got to serve alongside and know that they were cared for and loved for and that there was a purpose for them. And so that's one of, I think, the powerful things too. You get this other group of mentors that, again, you may not see again for quite some time, but even we do hear stories about whether, again, it's an LCMS youth gathering or another servant event where like they can't wait to see that group they served along with two years ago. And now they're going to reconnect because those relational bonds were so strong. And just the work of the Holy Spirit in that changed the young person's life to know that they were cared for by another adult is pretty powerful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Building on that, how does the how do these events help keep kids connected to their church body mm-hmm. as they grow? Because I know I mean, you guys have seen these kids maybe multiple years in a row or or every few years. How do these events really help keep them grounded in their in their faith and in their church body as they as they grow up? I think there's a great opportunity to work with other kids and to see that you are not it. I think so easily we see our own church, our own youth group, our own little group and feel like that's all there is. And so opportunities to serve with other kids create these great bonds. And we're in a world of technology now that those bonds don't break then when the servant event's over. Kids from our churches are still in contact with kids from other churches that they've had opportunities to serve with. And so it keeps that big picture of the church kind of alive and well in kids who maybe don't always get to recognize or see that. And so I think that's one of the pieces that's really fun to get Mm -hmm. to watch as you watch kids serve and then leave that servant event, Mm -hmm. that continued relationship. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, thinking back to my congregation when I was a youth, maybe had three or four youth, Mm -hmm. but being able to go and participate with other youth and serve. And then as, as you pointed out, seeing the opportunities that we could serve in our own community, right. but mm-hmm. having those connections to other youth within our church body as well and seeing that 
church body is bigger than, mm-hmm. you know, the church is bigger than just. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it builds this cool opportunity to, to invite people to it. Um, when it's just the three of you or the four of you in your church and you've seen what another group or a bigger group of you can do, it kind of prompts you to maybe ask a friend to come with you or mm-hmm. to be a part of the next project mm-hmm. you serve on. Mm-hmm. How do we find out about Servant Events for 2024? Where do we register and get all the, the registration information? Absolutely. So our events site could be found at www.lcms-serventevents.org. And so that'll take you to our list of hosts and events. There is another site. If you go to our LCMS Youth Ministry site on the LCMS page, there's more information if you're interested in hosting one, some of those resources that are there. And then also we have service resources on youthesource.com. But even if you're not going to an LCMS servant event, but you're looking to serve in your community, Bible study resources, maybe some theological talk points on service. I mean, just some how-tos as well, like some maybe steps to think through if you're going to host a servant event or do service with young people, some risk management things, that type of thing. Those are all available on youthesource.com as well. Very good. All right. The website again? www.lcms-serventevents.org. Very good. Well, thank you all for spending time with us, helping us learn about servant events. Can't wait to get out and serve this coming year. Now, some of them are happening during the summer. Others are happening at other times. Is that right? Are there some that happen outside of the summer? Correct. So especially our ones from Office of International Mission happen at different times. And then we do have hosts that if you reach out to them, they will custom make one for like maybe a weekend Mm -hmm. or a different time that they have opportunities for that too. So that's on the website as well, that if you want more of a specific weekend or spring break trip, whatever it might be, that they'll work with you as well on those dates. Very good. Well, thank you all for spending time with us here on The Coffee Hour. It's been great learning about sermon events. Thanks for being our guest today. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Thanks for the opportunity. You've been listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support The Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you. Anytime. Anywhere.